The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open today to the book of 1 John chapter number 5. We want to continue our series on the world. We looked last week at Psalm number 2 very briefly and mentioned that the world gathers together against God and Christ to form a coalition of rebellion and to defy the rule of the Son of God and therefore deny the lordship that belongs to Jesus Christ. Today, we will get more into our description of the world, and we want to sound out a clear warning from the Word of God concerning the world in which we live. First, a word of prayer, and then 1 John chapter 5, verse 19. Father, thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your goodness and grace and for the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We pray now in his precious name, and I ask you to use me to encourage your people and use the scriptures to wake us all up to the world seen around us and help us to lift our eyes toward the heavens and know that Jesus, our Lord, will soon appear to catch his waiting, watching bright away in that blessed hope, even the rapture, of the church. Touch my lips. Help me to preach with power from on high. For Jesus' sake, amen and amen. 1 John 5, verse 19. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. 
I think of that text, and it causes me to shudder. The whole world lieth in wickedness. Flip over to the book of John, John's Gospel, chapter number 12, and verse number 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Our Lord Jesus is referring here to Satan. He is called by the Apostle Paul the God of this world in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. We're here in John's Gospel. Now go to John 17 and we'll look down to verse number 14. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And so we find here that the Christian must never forget who he is or where he is. We are in Christ. We are in the world, but not of the world, because Christ is not of the world. We are in a spiritual warfare. We mentioned last week three enemies, the world, the flesh, the devil. The world opposes the Father, the devil opposes the Son, and the flesh opposes the Holy Spirit. And we'll not labor that point again, but this is my desire in this series, that all who name the name of Christ will move more courageously and more positively through this earthly scene with a thought always for our role here in God's eternal purpose concerning His beloved Son. I took that from the preface of a little book that I have, and I latched on to it, and I'm calling on you, brethren. If you name the name of Christ, then for God's sake, for Christ's sake, would you be a separated believer? Would you hear the call of God come out from among this wicked world and move courageously and move positively as a stranger and as a pilgrim in this earthly scene on your way home, always with a thought for your role here in God's eternal purpose concerning His beloved Son. This world which lies in wickedness needs to see some real Christians. They need to see some righteous Christians. They need to see some evidence of your regeneration. They need to see some proof of your redemption. You ought to be different from them, as different as light is from darkness and as night is from day. Now, when we speak of the world throughout this series, we are declaring the truth of a world that is at enmity with God. It is that worldly system which has been orderly arranged and decorated by Satan for the purpose of striking God from one's thinking and ruling God out of one's life. Paul, Peter, and John all 
reference the world that is at enmity or is the enemy of the Lord. Ephesians 2 and verse 2, Ephesians 6 and verse 12, 2 Peter 2 and verse 20, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. There are many avenues through which the world works. These generally include lies, lusts, and lures that we must be aware of and avoid at all costs and acknowledge the reality of these if we would survive the onslaught of this bold enemy. The Christian is forbidden to love this world and its things. We must never ally ourselves with this world system, nor must we ever fall in love with this world's things. One of the biggest problems in churches today, I believe, is that many Christians have walked away from their first love, they're falling out of love with the Lord Jesus, falling in love with the world, and oh, what a dangerous and treacherous place this is for the believer to be. Now, we would consider several things to sound out this warning and call you, brethren, to take heed, lest you become a casualty of this world. And so we begin with the world and its organization, or the kingdom of this world. The kingdom of this world. We think back to the beginning when God acted in creation. God gave man life, and then he gave man dominion in the world. Man was to rule and reign for the Lord in this present world. Genesis 1, 26, Psalm 8, verses 4 through 8, and Hebrews 2, verses 5 through 8, bear this out. Man being tempted in the garden fell from his place of innocence and dominion after and because he disobeyed God and he sinned against the revealed law of God, Genesis 3, 1 through 7. Presently, man has lost his dominion and surrendered it to the devil. The kingdoms of this world are under the devil's dominion. For Hebrews 2 verse 8, now we see not yet all things put under him. Therefore, they're under the devil. The devil offered Christ the power, glory, and rule of the world's kingdoms in the temptation in the wilderness. Matthew 4 verse number 8, Luke 4 verses 5 through 8. In a coming day, we know the kingdoms of this world will be surrendered to the sovereign rule and reign of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is truly the only man. Yes, he is the second man and the last Adam, and he is the only one who has the right to such kingdoms. Revelation 11, verse 15. We can say then that this present world is a kingdom of its own and holds a sphere of influence which stands directly opposed to the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. His rule and reign in our lives is actively opposed by the kingdom of this world. The world's kingdom is vastly organized, and we should not be ignorant of it. This kingdom has an architect. It has an army. It has an age. 
It has an advance. It has an arrangement. It has an antagonism to it. All of these things comprise the world and its organization or the kingdom of this world. So briefly, we will mention the architect, the prince of this world, the God of this world, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Satan, he is the architect. John 12, 31, 14, verse 30, chapter 16, verse 11, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2, 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, Satan and his wicked rule in this present age and this present arrangement of the world is a very real matter to behold. He is a deceptive designer. He is behind this world, all of its lies, all of its lusts, and all of its lures. He is the organized head who holds dominion in the kingdom of this world. That is to say this world is a territory under his government. It is within the limits of his authority as a prince. And the sinner outside of God and Christ is in this territory and under Satan's rule. The saint still resides in this wicked world, but praise God, we are no longer under the dominion of the devil. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.